Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a video game podcast in which we uh, play a game for three hours. Yep. Mm. My name's Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my name's Louie, and this week uh-huh. I played uh, three hours or so of um, Super Monkey Ball. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Hey man, how you I, doing? I knew I was forgetting something at the end of that intro, but I was like, <laughs> what, what am I missing? There's, I'm sure there's like one more line. There is yeah, one more name. key element. Yeah, yeah hey. but we got there. We got there. A little awkward, but it's fine. A little bit of a uh, little hold up, but what are you going to do? So, uh, oh, how you doing, dude? This is right, my friend. Mm. A little bit gross. Yeah. Yeah. Big night? Uh, it wasn't even like... It was quite a big night. It's just a late night. Mm-hmm. It was quite big. What about you? Anything exciting? Last night? No. Well, no. Mm-hmm. I went to bed at a reasonable hour. And um, I tell you what, though, and this is not exciting, is I've been waking up, like, early and sort of, like, I've been waking up at, like, 5 and then, like... Jesus Christ. Not, not, not getting up. Waking up at, like, 5 okay. and then, like... Still, <laughs> Jesus And then, like, Christ. my body's like, Louis, I want you to get up. My body is definitely telling me to get up. And I'm like, no, it's five. I'm not getting up at five. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like, a miserable, like, two hours of, like, tossing and turning. Oh. Yeah. It's not good. That's I should probably not, just get up at five. That's not where I thought that story was going. Or I should go I to bed it's going to be some little, like, so now I'm, I'm just up in the morning and I'm super productive. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly not. No, it's mostly just me wrestling with myself. Ugh. Yeah, who knows yeah, what's going on? At least it's cooling down a bit now. A bit easier to sleep. I know it's like it's been kind of miserable the last couple of days, which has been a bit of a relief. To Quite be nice, yeah, yeah. But uh, so you've you've had that bringing you down. Mm-hmm. However, you've had Super Monkey Ball bringing you up. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I played Super Monkey Ball. On uh, the Nintendo GameCube, simulated on my Mac okay. through an application called Dolphin, uh, which is the premier GameCube emulator. Okay. Um, did you play it at all? Yep. Uh, did yep. you struggle to find your ROM for Super Monkey Ball? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I, I just have. I have the game. Oh, you already have it. I have the yeah, yeah. I already had it. Uh, okay, and um, um, I just you know plugged it in, played it on the Wii. Well, because quite timely speaking, uh, I don't know if you heard, but like this week or last week, um, Nintendo filed like a huge lawsuit against one of these uh, websites that like ho- hosts all the ROMs. Really? And then EMU Paradise, which is the biggest one, and it's probably the one that you and I probably end up on. Um, without realizing it most of the time, they, to get ahead of the game, just said we're not going to have any ROMs on this website anymore. So they took down all of the ROMs. They still have the emulators because that's technically illegal, but all of the ISOs, all of the games um, have been removed from EMU Paradise. Okay. So it's suddenly, luckily I um, downloaded Super Monkey Ball like 
early the beginning of this week or last week, so it was still wow. there. But um, so, so, that, so it's that relevant. Yeah, but but since Jeez. then, like it's actually I like I looked just out of curiosity how hard it would be to find, and it was a bit of a challenge. Wow. <laughs> um, Jeez, yeah, I mean that's kind of not great for the uh, following time. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer for a lot of reasons. It's a bummer for like this podcast. Um, it's a bummer for like just the whole. Um, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. I was I was talking about how I was slightly uncomfortable with Super Monkey Ball just because it felt a bit more recent. But you were right. Like it's been like over like ten years. Yeah. Um, you can't buy it new anymore. Um, but it is like you know historical like preservation and stuff. Like video games are pretty crap at that. And like yeah, and the I stuff mean, is just going to get lost if Nintendo be people, takes it down. Uh, you know, holding the discs and archiving them, but. But that yeah, yeah it's if hard they're not, though. it's not like a movie where you can you can just watch a movie from mm. back in the day. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's like it's one of those these games. It's one of those really like it's just one of those things that no one's figured out like what the rules should be and like and like obviously like just like capitalist stuff just like collides with like what humans are and and it's just a real wobbly one. There was a. a Someone... I mean, I think it almost makes sense to allow it. Sure. I don't know what 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 they lose from it. I mean, it's you know. Well, like you take something they like someone like money from it. I mean, then... unless it's like remastered versions on like the Wii Store. But that's I guess I guess that is kind of the thing is that Nintendo is like specifically protecting their property, what they believe is their property, and um, and they did start recently re- reselling Super Nintendo, the Super Nintendo Classic, and that stuff. Um, which has like 50 games on it, which is nowhere near the amount um, that was on like EMU Paradise, obviously. Mm. But um, there was, yeah, there was a post from um, Bennett Foddy, who's the guy that made um, Getting Over It and Quop. Do you know those games? Uh, I know Quop. Um, yeah, Getting Over It was. Did you? There was, was a big. Was that the climbing game. one? Yeah, it was that. Yeah. So uh, he made yeah. he made that, and he he's also mm. his main job, apart from making small games, is like. He's a teacher at a university in the States. Okay. Um, he teaches game design. And he just saying that, like, uh, he sees students, his students make mistakes that were solved by game developers in 1985. And there is such a value in, like, having this stuff easily, readily available. And the university can only have so many of this physical stuff, and it needs to be there for people to find. Yeah. And it's like, that stuff's, like, it does feel really important. And it's a bummer that, um, it's a bummer that, that is like in jeopardy at the moment, and has been, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could go on. Um, <laughs> we could. We could go on, but <laughs> let's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I was I was about to continue on, but I figured maybe we should talk about Super Monkey Ball first. Sure. Than just preserving games. Sure. Um. So hit me, hit me with some Monkey Ball chat. Um. I played Super Monkey Ball. Um. I, surely, surely not three hours. <laughs> How did you know? I will, I will be shocked if you tell me three hours. I played two hours of Super Monkey Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my God, that's a hard game to sit with for three hours. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's. But I've, I've probably I've played probably I don't know, maybe five hours over a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I picked it up. I played like forty minutes yesterday. Yeah, uh, and I was like, oh God, <laughs> this wouldn't be easy to. <sighs> Yeah. Especially to do in like one session. Yeah, it's so the so the basic idea of Super Monkey Ball, if you somehow don't know what it is, is you are a monkey inside of a ball, and it's like 
marble madness, basically. You're like tipping the world around you to get the ball to the goal. To the finish and line. The stages get increasingly more fiddly. There's lots of like you have to get navigate like tiny paths or like weird, crazy, just like yeah, just craziness. Um, and then it's set up into three sections. You've got beginner, advanced, and expert. Beginner is ten stages, advanced is thirty, 30. and expert is fifty. Which is just which is just great. I love that they have like zero lead you in. Yeah, uh, you know the first ten are easy. Yeah, the beginning one. You've got only ten of them to sort of yeah. practice. You're thrown into the advanced, suddenly hard as nails. Yeah, it's it's like They're I was like, wait, this. Hard. I was so confused because I was like, so there's is there more like beginner stages that I can do? Is there like another fifth? Is there fifty beginner stages? But no, no, no. You just there's ten beginner stages, thirty advanced ones, and the advanced ones are significantly harder. Um, so I like breeze through beginner, and this whole game isn't easy. No. It's like it's 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 surprising actually like how challenging it is. Um, yeah, I breezed through beginner and then immediately into advanced. I think it was level fifteen where I was like, ah, <laughs> this is this is unnecessary. Yeah, adva- advanced fifteen. Um, advanced fifteen was <laughs> that's where I got stuck yesterday. Oh yeah, then. that's the same one. And then pushed. Yeah, I mean it is. It's just really hard. It's just and annoying. It's so different well. from all the others. Mm. Uh, so to give the people uh, context, I think I got to 17 and then that was also hard as nails. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do you want to like, so should we describe like some of this? I feel like, do people know about Monkey Ball? I think they I, do, don't they? I think it's like a very, like, yeah, it's one of those games that you it's can. And, and I mean, there was like an iPhone reincarnation. There's so many, uh, there's so many people big. that have done similar things. You yeah. Know, like, I, I guess iPhone specifically, there's probably like a million games where you like tilt the marble to get to the goal through a thing, a course mm. sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Do you remember, it, what was it called? Was it called Marble Run? I mean, obviously there was like the actual wooden the, ball yeah. game with the metal ball bearings. Mm. But do you remember the uh, iPhone game as well? Early iPhone game. Yeah, I mean that was, that was loads a biggie. Yeah, it was definitely a biggie because it took it took advantage of the gyroscope or whatever it was, right? You know what else would be a great podcast, which we can't <coughs> even do. Come mm. uh, back to preserving games, um, <laughs> playing all the like original iPhone games, and do like one a week. I there was a post on um, theverge dot com about like the top iPhone games. Um, in like 2008 or whatever it was, I think it was, and the one of the the top one was Eye Beer. Do you remember? Yeah, <laughs> Do you remember Eye Beer. Of course, yeah. <laughs> God, that, people fucking loved that thing. And build that back. <laughs> yeah. Sink it. You can't um, even do that now, though, because you can't even play most of these games because they don't even exist on the yeah, App Store. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. Not Which that I want crazy. to particularly preserve iBeer, but, you know, you should. Well, I, I sort of do. Yeah, I mean, the stuff, it gets lost. It just gets lost, especially when it's only ever been digital, you know. <laughs> Apparently, I care about this. I'm going to download iBeer <laughs> as a gag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <At some> point. <laughs> they Next. still got it. iBeer, drink free. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I mean, level 15 was like... Chocolate drink. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm moving Soda. on now. I'm moving on. Um, level 15 was just slightly... It was just slightly harder because it was like... 
the whole world was like um on a curve and it took a while to get used to like the physics of it and the physics are like kind of kind of strange you know what i was thinking was did you i play so i played this with a playstation 4 controller mm. and i was wondering how much easier or harder it would be with a gamecube controller uh, and i've got to say it's got to be it's got to be easier because the gamecube analog stick is like you can only put it in what is it eight directions I mean, you can't know put if it, that helped, you, but you know, because it has like the whatever is the octagon sort of shape. I know, I know, I know what you're saying. So but, like um, you can, you can I was, like. I was thinking it. the same with you and your PlayStation control. Like, is oh, he's got full movement control. Mm, I've, but, I, I feel mean, like I guess it wouldn't go to full movement anyway. I feel, but would. I feel like especially like when you're like going down those like thin straights. What you, what you don't want to do? Uh, what I figured okay, out maybe. is you you don't want to like flick too hard in any direction. You want to like very gently move it forwards. And you can just hold that forwards and roll straight without. Yeah, whereas with an analog stick, there's like quite you can quite easily just like knock it to the side. Do you know though if it's like a um, controller? I guess it it's wasn't programmed though to have full curve. It's still programmed to have only those eight, eight well, no, directions. I think, so I think the GameCube, the, the actual stick in the analog stick is a full 360, but then it uh, has that those, makes sense. Yeah, it has those like oh. octagon things to set into. Just so that's more into. for more for you to relax into than like yeah yeah of course yeah you're absolutely right um yeah i don't know i think the thing i found with it is a lot of the time i'm kind of wrestling the camera more than the Mm, the camera shit because you don't have you can't you don't have control of the camera the camera is just pointed in the direction of the monkey but sometimes the monkey it's just it's it it makes it so hard because it means you can't line up a straight yeah, you have to you have to kind of already have done it <laughs> in a way. Wiggle your monkey around. Yeah, to sort of turn the camera time. to get a straight angle to start rolling. Yeah, actually, we didn't. I didn't think I mentioned. So there's a timer. I'm usually like, what is it? Sixty seconds, sometimes yeah. thirty. Yeah. Um, depending on the size of the stage, and you collect bananas, and when you get a hundred, you get another life. Do you ever get an extra life? Uh, yeah. Really, I don't think I ever did. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think I felt like I needed them for the Xbox stages. Um, and I wasn't that, like, I wanted to get a fast time, but I wasn't that bothered about it. I'd rather just get through the stages right, at this point. You. So I was, like, trying to get the bananas. Um, one thing I did do after about, like, an hour, and I was, like, getting stuck on... I think I did the beginning stages a couple times. It and does then I, help, I think, doesn't it? I mean, it, yeah. it was a game where you definitely feel yourself getting better. Yeah, for sure. And I think what's what's interesting about it is this is such it's like a quintessential speedrunners game. Oh my um, do you have you seen this game yeah. being speedrunners? The speedruns for these games are amazing. Oh, I would, rec- I would amazing. recommend anyone watch them. Um they, they are, are really, really good to watch. And but the game hot. is like super set up for it. Obviously it's like time based and the time trials. Um but there's a um I just realized I muted you. <laughs> so if you said anything, I apologize. Um, uh, there's there's a practice mode. And in the practice mode, you can go to any stage you want and just try it over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, so I did that for 15 and then for another one slightly later. Um, and that felt quite good just to be like, just to like hammer myself into this stage and just do it over and over and over and over and over, and over again until yeah. I felt competent at it. And then I could go through the like 30 stages and be quite comfortable that I could get through it. Yeah, and uh, like just um, the game also 
sort of sets like the stage design is set up in a way that it allows for these crazy speedrun attempts. Mm. Often, not always, but like I don't know. It, it's I can't really even talk about it in great detail. It's just the things they'll do. They'll like start a thousand miles up in the air, have a gate all the way down at the bottom, and have like a giant roller coaster down to get there. And they just find these like crazy jumps offs, bounce yeah. off like one specific part of the track, and then just fling across for <laughs> free falling for like five seconds, and then just slam through the goal. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like it's been designed to level skip. Mm. Like it's it feels like they were intentionally creating ways. Some some obviously intentional, and some of them not. But like without yeah, without them even being like too blatantly oh so to skip this level you have to get here yeah just make it i don't know it's, it's very well done and it's satisfying to find that stuff on your own to be like oh i think i can actually just do this mm. and usually it's like slightly harder but the reward is like quite significant yeah definitely worth a watch for anyone who uh, hasn't seen that yeah so it's it's um it's um it's obviously a good video game not a video game i could play for three hours straight uh um, the music is like good. Oh no, good. It's no, good. Don't it's listen so not, to him. It's good. It's so not good. Uh, I I actually love games that look like that though, where it's just um, and the, I mean a lot of GameCube games have this aesthetic, especially uh, sort of Sega, Nintendo games like this and like Smash Bros, where it's just all these crazy uh, type and like all these fonts just splattered on top. With like tons of boldness and like crazy mm-hmm. colors, just in everything, yeah, sitting on top it's of the each kitchen other. sink. It looks great of design. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks great. And also the uh, I, I fucked up in last week's um, clues, as I was saying to you earlier in the week when I saw you. Uh, I said it was three, two, one, go, but the game goes ready, go Ooh. at the start mm-hmm. of every uh, every course, and I think that is excellent. Uh-huh. This game, it. this game has a really good intensity as well. In what it, way? It, what do you mean? In the fact that it doesn't give you a break unless you pause it. It it really feels very intense and all-consuming. Yeah, you, you're moving through it fast. There's no like loads apart from like starting. Not even there's just not really many loads. Yeah, yeah. there's very little you, stage to stage to stage. And when you're completing these tracks, often in like thirty seconds. Every minute you're getting two ready goes. Yeah. So you're really just being pushed through. Yeah. And sometimes you can beat these stages in like five seconds, mm. depending on what it is. So like it's, yeah, it's a lot. And that music is a lot. I can't stand the music. <laughs> can't stand that shit. <laughs> more, more, <laughs> more. Oh. Anyway. That was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, Super Monkey Ball, hey? Super Monkey Ball. It's a yeah. nice game. It's good. Yeah. It's more. There's, it had like, quite a lot of weird reincarnations. Like, there was Super Monkey Ball 2, and sure. then there were all sorts of, like, special editions published on, like, Xbox. and. Yeah, people love them, right? 360, yeah. People love and, like, definitive editions. I'd 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 be okay if they released one on the Switch. I wouldn't buy it, but you know. Oh yeah, I kind of probably would actually. That'd be fine. I mean, it's it's the game. I I bet you there's one for Wii, but it just makes sense to have like a tilt in this game as well. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but you do like for the I don't know, like you need like super fine. Actually, hang on. I accuracy. think I saw. Was it a? Uh, let me quickly YouTube this. I saw a run. For, I think it was a game song quick where someone tilted a GameCube to what? control it. I don't know. I don't. What remember. Do you mean they tilted a GameCube? They literally had a GameCube in their hand and they were tilting it. <laughs> That's gonna super damage the disc. Monkey. Maybe it wasn't Super Monkey Ball. Um, GameCube controller. I don't know what to, what to, what to search here. Uh, Game yeah, GameCube controller is pretty general. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, oh, well. Yeah, I think I think that's, that's everything I could really say about Super Monkey Ball. Unless you got yeah. anything else. Nah. That pretty much covers it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, what we got? found it. You found it? This is no. good podcasting. No, I haven't found it. You haven't found it. <laughs> Move on. Moving All right. on. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's recover. We, um, we, uh, played other arcade like games this week. Mm. <laughs> we did. Smooth. Smooth. We hung out with our friend Max, who was featured in the PUBG podcast. Yeah, we mentioned we've mentioned him before. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went to a, a bar in in uh, Peckham's with a bunch of arcade machines called Four Quarters, mm-hmm. and we got I've a bunch. Still of... got two quarters here sitting on my desk. Oh, you didn't use them? No, I found them in my pocket. Ah, oh, mate. I know. Think of how much further we could have got in Time Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> we played we, Time Crisis too. We absolutely sunk quarters into that machine as yeah. well. Yeah. When I got it's our, so fun. When I <laughs> when I got our round, so the way it works at four quarters is you uh you can put pounds in this machine and it'll it'll change them into four quarters, or you can just ask at the bar for um for them to give you quarters with just off your card. So I bought five pounds worth of quarters, <laughs> <laughs> and then we we went to Time Crisis two, and uh, I think went through well we went through all of it playing Time Crisis two basically. We we hit, we hit a few other things. But, was that the, was that the first time you played a time crisis game? I probably not, but because you seemed years. you seemed quite surprised by it. I I didn't remember. I mean, I'd played like railed arcade shooters before, mm-hmm. but I don't remember the feedback on the gun. Yeah, where like you pull the trigger and it kind of you can feel it move backwards a bit. Yeah, uh, and also the like I have played it, but it just. Um, Maybe I just sort of forgot how fun they were. Mm. They're good games. They were good. <laughs> we'd just, we'd die. Uh, you know, you get like three or four lives. Um, but also it's the amount you stay alive just about justifies you putting in another quarter. It's not like some of the other ones where it's just so easy to die. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm wasting my money here. Yeah. But you you, can... you'll get like maybe like two, three minutes, three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a bit more. <laughs> but like maybe, yeah, maybe... I've just got no context on how long we were on that machine. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Time Crisis isn't too challenging to be good at. Because um, you can... I mean, there's... It, it's always quite a surprise when you get hit by stuff, but it's there is... You can definitely see the tells and stuff. Yeah. It's not a particularly hard game. No. No, no, no. It's just... It's good fun, though. Yeah, every time we die, we just sort of look over to each other. 
well, sneak okay. another one in. <laughs> well, put a put a quarter in. Um, yeah. What other games did we play? What was your other favorite game we uh, played? Oh, Easy Asteroids. Oh, you loved it. Yeah, it Asteroids was, was good. amazing. And they had an asteroid machine where I don't know how they did it, um, but. All the as the ship moved, it left like a motion blur, and as it shot bullets, there were like these insanely bright projectiles on the screen. So it looked yeah. like just a normal uh, like CRTV screen. Yeah, uh, and um, but it just had these crazy bright, 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 bright lights that shot across the screen. So I think how would they maybe which maybe they had like sets of I don't know how they did it maybe sets of LED not LEDs because they didn't even have LEDs back then. Yeah, um, it, it's it's just I guess it's a different type of um, like monitor. Like I don't really know about how that stuff works. It's like a tube, it's a tube TV, right? I don't know, but it's it's so it's displaying like vector graphics. I don't know if that means it's like a vector monitor, but it has. It's basically like what I guess what an HDR TV does, where there are certain elements. The blacks are completely black. And then there are certain elements that are actually. But, uh, but I don't li- think it was like that. There, are, there are certain elements that are literally I don't think brighter. The blacks than... were completely black. Yeah, they I were. feel like they were still lit. Were they? Yeah, surely. I feel like it was like. Yeah, if they were. And I got yeah. some pictures. I don't think, but they're crap. They didn't come out well. Yeah, it's hard to pitch that. It's hard to get that stuff. Yeah, it was really. It's. It's. It was nice just because obviously everyone knows what asteroids is, and uh, I have played asteroids so many times. I was yeah, saying we, to you we guys. We walked past the machine. Uh, Highly okay, so I've got it here. It's the uh, Atari 1979 machine. Asteroids. 19- yeah, so I'm reading it here. Graphics are composed of lines drawn on a vector monitor. Uh, it doesn't actually say how a vector monitor works. Shame. It's interesting, though. Yeah, it looked honestly incredible. Oh. Vector graphics display <laughs> uses an electronic beam to draw images instead of with pixels, much like a laser show. Many early arcade games such use such displays. Wow. They are capable of displaying more detailed images than raster displays on the hardware available at the time. But, no, but I mean, if you can get yourself to one of those machines, yeah, it's just nice to. It's um, worth it's worth seeing because it's beyond what you'd expect from that. Nice thing. to see how it actually works. It's, it's always cool to see stuff that's like. Like, like almost like an alternate timeline of like, what if we decided to use this technology instead of the other technology, you know? Because um, it's like a different way of displaying an image and, it, and it's quite cool to see. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was nice. Um, I had just, I had just never really been to, I'd never played like old traditional arcade games. I'd only played like shitty modern ones. Yeah, from that are very crazy expensive, you know. <sighs> yeah. Like a pound to go and... Yeah, it was, exactly. It, it was fun. It was, um, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was good. It was a good it was experience. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I think um, they also sometimes have, like, upstairs, they have, like, a bunch of old consoles and stuff. Um, oh, really? But it was, sometimes it's, like, hired private for a party, so we couldn't go up there. Got you. Um, was there anything else we played that was good? It was not. I liked. I liked seeing the Tetris machine. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that Tetris was an arcade machine originally. Um, uh, I don't think it was originally. I <laughs> mean, we we had talked oh, no. about this as well. That's right. Yeah, I looked it up, and it was um, 
in the West, it was first released on like MS DOS, mm. um, and but then our, our Atari ported it and blah blah blah. And then it was on a game, on a GameCube, Game Boy. Nice, nice. Anyway, good potty. There you go. We nailed it. Round it up. You got anything for me to play next week? Yes, ah. I do. I got clues and everything. Go go go. Um, let's see. I think you should be able to get this one. Um, open world. Mm-hmm. Um, Vietnam. Oh, Vietnam. Vietnam. Vietnam is a clue. Vietnam is not the setting. Okay. Um, and it is the third in the series. Is it? Is it the third? Third in a series. Now there aren't too many things that go to three. No, I guess not. Not in video games. Well, open world. It's not. It's not one of the GTAs, is it? It's not, not a GTA, GTA game. Very similar. <laughs> you don't have to buy it. It's um. It's free this month. Okay. Well, just wait a second while I think. You gonna look up what's free this month? By <laughs> <laughs> any chance? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. It's Mafia Three. Oh, I actually considered saying that, but I didn't. Well, you should have. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's no way of proving it, so... Mafia 3 is quite an interesting video game, I think, and it's a good one to play for three hours. Um, when did it come out? Uh, two years ago, maybe? Okay. Maybe a year and a half uh, ago? Maybe yeah. even a year ago. What's well, the... Uh, is the main character Vietnamese, or...? No, he just got back from the Vietnam War. Oh, uh, okay. Lincoln Clay. Anyway, um... Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Well, good. Uh... This has been mm, your hosts once again, Lockie and Louie. Hi. Hitting you hard with I'm Louis. Uh, I'm Louis another, another wicked podcast. This has been wicked, as you um, Listen to it, SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, goes up every Sunday. And yeah, have a good, good weekend. Yeah. Slash next weekend. Yeah. All good. Toodles. Later.